a podcast about real people for real people. I wanted to create a space where I share my true feelings and those of my guests about what it's like to live in today's world. The challenges we face and how we deal with them or don't. What about all that stuff that's just not said but should be? You know, the conversations that we really want to have but don't. What do we really think and feel? What about our regrets, the dreams that we have and the stuff we should be doing but we don't? Each week, I'll be here talking to real people about real life. This is a very honest look at life and hopefully, by listening, it will help you to have a better understanding of yours. I ask Willow, Jess, Jude and Eden, do you know who you are and what you want from your life? For me, these questions are important in being able to understand truly who you are. And if you connect with them on a regular basis, it will help you make better decisions in your life. We discuss why knowing who you are is so crucial at a young age and how this influences your choice of friends and how you view your relationship with your family. I ask some interesting questions about future goals and what each person wants from their life, even at a young age. We take some interesting journeys into the human psyche and discuss the struggles each person has which has affected their lives and helps them to think more about these questions. I truly hope you enjoy the conversations as much as we did. Okay, so welcome Jude. Hi. I'd like to talk to you about a phrase that is important to me, which is know who you are and know what you want. So when I ask you the first part of the question, do you know who you are? I don't know who I don't. Not 100%. Like, I know I'm a person who values social connections, whether it be with friends or family. I'm a person who values good health in terms of eating well, exercising regularly, and as well as mental health, as well as seeing a therapist and all that, all that stuff. If I ask you to pick words that describe who you are. Sensitive, caring, can be quite angry sometimes, funny, empathetic. I think I can relate a lot to people when they're feeling down because I've been there, I understand. I'm a very positive person. I always try to look at. I always try to have the best outlook on life, even in the most negative situations. Yeah, I think that's how I describe myself. Those are the type of words. Knowing who you are, how and why do you think that's important? I think that it, I think it's important because it relates to loving loving yourself. Because if you know who you are, then I feel like then you can then you know what to love. I guess in that sense. And if you know who you are, you then know what you want. You know what type of person you are. You know your needs. You know what you don't like. Those type of things. How do you know you're caring and sensitive? With well, the terms of sensitive, I know I'm a very sensitive person because I cry a lot. I'm always very open with my emotions, especially in movies where I'm very sad. I'll typically cry quite cry quite a bit. With caring, I'd say I'm always there for like my friends or family. If I if I notice that they're upset, I'll always ask. I'll always, and if they are, I'll always be there for them. I'll always like, and give them space if they want, if they want that. Overall, I think I'm a, I really care. I think I really care about how are those around me feel. You've got ADHD. Yeah. How does that play into who you are? It allows ADHD having that allows me to properly be more. It, it allows me to more understand of those around me in terms of what they're feeling and their emotions. It allows me to better understand them as people and them, like them, yeah, them as people. 
why do you say how do you think that why do you think that's why do you I guess it's because I'm a very I'm a very emotional person myself so I can tell when someone else is feeling that that way but that's not the ADHD bit because you know that on some level you are different because your brain is just wired differently so do you notice that when you talk about who you are do you go oh yeah you know what I'm different in this way because I've got ADHD and I don't really think my I don't think I think the only thing that makes my ADHD different, I think, that, I think the only thing that ADHD makes me different from other people is my terms of my and energy levels. I don't really, other than that, I don't see, I don't see any difference. What, more or less than other people? More, more. So what you mean is you don't stop, you're constantly going and but that's, that's more... if I don't take my medication though. Okay, so you take something that suppresses that, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, but I, otherwise, but, you would be constantly on the go. You wouldn't yeah, really stop. Yeah, and 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 it also allows me to stop and think when if I'm about to say something that could be bad. Without the medication, I I just say it without thinking. But I think I'm I'm more in touch with my emotions than most people around me. But yeah, but that's that, not that's, that's nothing necessarily to do with the ADHD. I know that's who I, you are. I know, but like that's what that's what I think. Okay, so how does that piece? which is important because you are sensitive, caring, that emotions are really important to you. How does that affect the people that you pick as your friends or if you haven't made a conscious decision to pick them because they are caring and sensitive? How does that play out with your interactions with your friends then? I feel like if... Particularly your your male, obviously, and boys. Boys aren't always great to, at, at expressing no. themselves. So but you... usually, usually, the, if I ever feel like I need to talk to someone about that sort of thing, it's usually a girl I go to. I have a lot of girlfriends, like friends who are girls, and usually when I talk to stuff with like my guy friends, they're usually there to just listen. Like, and they even say themselves that they most of the like all the guy friends I've talked to, all of well, yeah, all of the ones I've talked to, them they're they're not really as in touch with their emotions as I am. But they and they know that, but but that and then and then I and when they say, oh, I can't really give you any advice, I say that's fine. I just need someone to listen, and that ma- and that makes them un- and then they understand that I wasn't looking for advice. I was just looking f- looking to someone to like listen to me. When it's I'm talking to a girl, I look I look for advice because like I know that they know that they they that them all the ones I'm friends with are very in touch with their emotions from what I've seen. Not all of them, most of them. And when I talk to them about that sort of thing, they're, yeah, they're very understanding. They, 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 and some of them are even surprised that I'm feel, I can feel, I feel the way I am. I feel the way I do. And they're very good at giving me advice related to that sort of thing. And so have you struggled with that a bit? Because you don't fit in in a male world no, where men no, aren't I, like I fit that? No, if anything, I think it's great because I fit in perfectly in both worlds. Even though men aren't like that though. But I fit in in other aspects. Okay, so you don't ever kind of go, oh God, I'm really, I've got all these feelings and you just... You no, if anything, I think these feelings make me more of a, a man. Important Why to do you think it's extremely important to know who you are? Because if you don't know who you are, then how are you going to... Uh, I guess it's something that I've seen before when I was uh, just scrolling through Instagram one time. It was just like the workout motivation thing. It's like the moment you compare yourself to someone else, that's when you've lost. I feel like that relates to that in, a, in, the, in some way, whereas like if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people how do you know who you are or like how do you love yourself and I think and you've said stuff to me that's very similar if you don't love yourself how can you love others yes I know I keep bringing you back to loving yourself but that's that's just how I think those two are intertwined how important is your family probably the in, most, in knowing who you are in knowing who I am family is very important it's like in fact it's probably the most important thing because they're they're the ones that I can fall back to 
Like if I ever feel like I need to, like, like they're the ones I can, I can lean on. And they're the ones who, they're the ones who kind of also shown me who I am, but also have allowed me to choose my own needs, choose my own wants. That's great because you obviously feel very supported, which is yeah. I feel very, I feel, I feel, I feel very supported, more supported than I would, more supported than I feel like most most kids these days. I don't feel like are as supported as I feel like I am. I feel like that's something that needs to change. So what do you want now? You're seventeen, yeah. so you're pretty young still. Yeah, I'm. What do you? What do you? I'm, I've got. I've got. I've got a long life ahead of me. <laughs> you have. But if I ask you now, what do you want from your life? What does you? What do you? I how do be, you envisage I, your life looking like? What's important? I want to be happy. I guess I want to. I want to love myself. I want to appreciate what I have, and I want to, and all the stuff that I'll get in life, whether it be money, a house, a car, all of that stuff. I want to be able to feel like I've earned it. I want to feel like I've worked hard. Basically, all the stuff I want in life, I want to. I want to have worked hard for it. And where did that come from? So why is wife? Why is working hard I guess it came from exercise. The last two to three years, I've been exercising quite non, pretty much nonstop, very few days off, and and I'm, I feel like I'm in pretty. I'm, I feel like I'm. I have. I'm in one of the best. I feel like I'm. I'm in the best shape I I have been my entire life. Well, seventeen years, but that's still. I feel like I'm in. Again, I don't want it to sound. I don't want it to sound like I'm bragging or like I'm trying to toot my own horn or anything. But I feel like I'm in really good shape right now. I feel like I'm in better shape than most kids in the world right now, my age. I feel like the world has a bit of an, a, a problem with overweights and kids being insecure about their own physiques. I used to have that. I used to be insecure because I was quite thin. I didn't really have a lot of muscles to me. But now I think I'm pretty good. But that. But I'm not going to stop now just because I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm going to keep going. And we'll go back to that piece then. Why did you have insecurities around being skinny? And because I saw a bunch of other kids. Because like, we basically started when I saw this like post of this kid who was around my age at the time doing like a workout journey thing that he filmed over the course of like a year, and it showed he was the same skinny as me. And then it showed that him was really like really muscular, really ripped, really in good shape. And I thought to myself, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And then I, that's that's why. And then I so then I saw my brother doing exercises and then my mum also pushed me to start and I thought you know what there's no time like the present I might as well start while I'm young because if I don't it could negative have negative effects in my life later on but was it you said it you said it before this it was having a negative effect because you thought you were skinny and thin. yeah I, th- I thought I was skinny like what I think I re- I think it, I think I really realized it when year seven on the last day of school during pool day a bunch of other kids had their like boys had their shirts off they were like showing their bodies but I didn't I kept my shirt on because I was insecure about how I looked. And then I looked at myself when I got home and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to change the way how I look. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I'm happy with myself. And that's what I've done. At, at this point in time, I'm very happy with how I look. I no longer, I'm no longer insecure about my, my body. You talked about house and, and material yeah. things. Why are those things important to what because you want? Because I feel like those things will allow me to... It, it, it's not about like, oh, you're expected to have a house. Oh, you're expected. It's, it's not that. It's just that I've seen, like, because I watch a lot of YouTube and all the YouTubers I watch, they all have really nice, well, all of them pretty much have, like, all live in nice apartments, like, like um, what's it called? Penthouses. They all live in, like, big houses. Not mansions. Some live in mansions, like, in, like, California, like, nice, because you, 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 you grew up in London, so you probably know, like, good locations. They look at nice like with nice big windows when at night especially when like all the other buildings light up i that i love that and i, I basically thought, you know what i want that i want to have it i want to i mean I, I know money doesn't buy you happiness i'm fully aware of that 
but I feel like in some way it can contribute to it. It can some help. Because, I mean, and, and I know having a nice house doesn't make you a better person, but, like, I would like to have that. Okay. It's, it's one of my goals. But so you, so you directly attach happiness to the things you've just described. There's a direct connection between being happy... And having yes, but that, but that, but that's that, but that's not all I want to make me happy. That's just some of the few things that I want to make me happy. And so, let's say, for example, I'm not being negative. I'm just saying. I know. I know. Saying, what happens if you didn't get the penthouse, the big house, the nice whatever, whatever? Then it I would. How would you think you just? What's going to happen well, then? Well, then, well, because then I would keep going, even if I didn't get it. I'd basically start from ground. I start from I start from zero and work my way back up again and see and have another go. So you, what you're saying to me is you always I, I, be striving. To... I, I'd always be striving to have the, to live the, my best possible life, which is that's incredible to do that. Yeah, and that that's 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 with that that goes back to the exercising that goes back with like the with like um improving my body. I've always wanted to have a physique that I can be proud of, and now I believe that I have that. We didn't always want to have that. You, but you worked out that you did want to have that. Yeah, and you did that. And and and, but, but I actually want to just go back to the fitness thing for a quick sec. Over the two, over the two to three years, it wasn't smooth. Like there, I hit a lot of road bumps. There were a few days where I just broke down and cried because I didn't feel like I could do it. What other things would you say that are important that you you want from your life? Although you're only seventeen, I, so I want to that. have. I want to. I want to. I want friends that because if I end up becoming like successful, if I end up making a lot of money. And stuff like that. I say if, but I, I'm gonna make it happen. I want to have the friends who don't who don't who aren't with me for the month for my money. They're with me because they me as a person. But like I have, I have a lot of friends, and all of them appreciate uh, 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 my friends because of me as a person. They 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 choose to hang around me because they like me as a person, and that's the only thing I could have asked for as a, from a friend, appreciating me for who I am, and understanding and accepting my shortcomings. And just helping me be a better person. And I guess... And I know people say that, oh, you lose contact with friends after set high school and stuff. But I know I'm, I know I'm not going to keep keep being friends with every single one of them after high school. But I want to... Like, the few that I'm really close with right now... And I've, and I've even talked to them saying that, like, oh, are we still going to be friends after school? And we've all said yes. And that may not happen, but, we, and we, but we've all agreed that we're going to make the effort to make sure it happens. To make sure we're all still really good friends, even to, like... We are and even until we're adults. What else do you want? I want from your life. I want to have. I want to have a partner. I don't really want to get married. What? What was? What does that person look like to you? Not physically, but like what? What qualities of, of would they have? Would be important. They're to you? they're caring. Like they're like they're like they're basically. I'm not saying they have to be exactly like me. They can just have. I just want them to understand, accept me emotionally. Like accept that I'm very in touch with my emotions. And in fact, encourage that out of me. Um, I want them to be a sensitive person like me as well. I want them. I guess I want them to love me as well. Like as I want them to love me as as much as I'm gonna love them. Uh, okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. So hi. Hi. Welcome, Jess. And I am 15 years old. Okay. So there's a phrase that I like. Phrase is know who you are and know what you want. So if I asked you, who are you? What type of person are you? How would you answer that question? I would say I'm someone who strives very hard, works very hard to get the best out of pretty much everything they do, anything they do. 
whether it be school, stuff outside of school, interests, hobbies, I work as hard as I can because that's what I believe in. I believe that you work hard, chances are you'll get a lot out of it. Where does that come from? I guess it's just sort of developed over sort of in recent years. I sort of matured mentally as a person. I realized that, hey, if I want to achieve anything in life or be successful, I need to like work hard and working hard is one of the key components into doing that. Did you look at other people that helped to give you that? You have role models? Was it your family? Was it friends? Was yeah. it people? Where did that come from? Uh, was it a particular definitely, person? Definitely my um, dad played a large portion in, has already played a large portion in that. He's helped me understand, provide me advice, provide me with advice and feedback to help me improve. And as well as my mum has also done that. She's also given me advice and feedback, which has also helped me improve. In terms of friends, I would have to say not really. My friends don't really provide me that source or that energy. It's more my family and and are there any other role models? Any other, anyone, um, I don't know, out there in the world? Personally, uh, celebrities I do look up to. I don't personally have a connection with them, but no, I do look up to uh, celebrities such as like artists or rappers that I'd listen to or other big figures in the world, but it's mainly rappers, musicians. And what is it about a rapper? What is it about a particular rapper that you look to that gives you, what do they give you? What do they, how do they help you to find who you are? Because they, or most of them, but certain ones particularly, were in a tough situation growing up, whether that be poverty, more violence within the household, drugs, stuff like that. They really helped me let, let me know that no matter how tough it gets, you keep going because if you've got the talent, if you've got the hard work, if you work hard, you're going to get there. Okay, and give me some words that um, if, when I asked you, when I said to you that phrase before, know who you are, know what you want. What words would come up for you that would describe who you are? Determined. Passionate. Yeah, how do you express your like? You know, you said you're passionate. Yeah. Well, how do you how do you um, express? That? I can typically or generally express my passion through music that I create, that I write from myself and or music that I listen to from other artists that inspire me such as uh, Trippy Red, The Kid Leroy, Polo G, Lil TJ, Roddy Ridge, artists like that inspire me and bring out passion and emotion, raw emotion in me. But would you say that you're able to freely express how you feel, your emotions, what's going on for you typically in a day or do you struggle with that yeah i struggle with that to some extent uh, i find it difficult to express my emotions on a daily basis i typically need some sort of stimulant um that would activate that i'm not just going to go out the blue and express my emotions it doesn't come natural to me like that what yeah. holds you back why don't you just come out and go, oh, you know what, I really feel I'm so down or you, you know, it, what, stop, what, what do you think holds you back from doing that? Oh, I guess you could say it's fear, but that's the answer you're looking for. So. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm not, there's no fair answer. It's interesting because it's, cause there's a whole piece here I think would be fascinating to talk to other boys, men like you would say, because it's, it's a male thing. But why is it a male thing? Oh, what is it about you? What's fear? 
fear, I guess what are you, you could af- say. What, what are you fear afraid of? Judgment. Of? Fear not of really. Well, you fear of someone judging you because you go, yeah. "Oh my god, I'm really upset, or I really feel bad about." So you think that other people, other friends, you talk friends, about social not family, yeah, friends. So okay, so but why? So why don't you do it then in a in with it, with your family? Do you think you do do it, or you don't? I don't think? even do it with my family. Yeah, but why? So why do you think then it's less pressure socially because it's your family? I just, it doesn't come natural to me. But do you wish you could? I wish I could, yeah, but I it doesn't come natural to me. And is there any part of you that would want to learn how to be able to do that? How could you, would you go, oh God, if someone told me how to do this, then yeah, for yeah, sure. that'd be very beneficial to me if I was able to learn that. So to go back to the original question, know who you are, would you say you know who you are? You've given me some for things about passion. Part, for the most part, yes, I'd say I know who I am. Not completely, but the large majority, yeah. And do you think that's an important concept to know who you are as yeah. opposed to just drift through and, make, and not really make conscious decisions about what you're doing? And yeah. Just kind of... I think it's really important to know who you are in life because without it, what are you going to do? You're just going to stroll around living life like without any meaning and just living day by day. How does knowing who you are, how has that affected how you've chosen the people around you? Have you consciously gone... Well, I'm somebody who's passionate, as you said, determined, yeah. focused. Do you then pick people who are like you or that doesn't work I like mean, that? I it's, mean, it's hard to do that. I haven't really found even one person who's similar to me in that sense, but let alone a group of people who I could call my friends and blah, blah, blah. So have you struggled with that in your life? Yeah. Have you- I found it hard to find... I said, even one person and let alone a group of people who think like me, who have the same ambitions as me, who have the same similar beliefs, see the world similarly to me. So have you, okay, so how have you picked your friends? And they've just come, they've just, if you haven't consciously gone, oh, because you've just said yeah. they're not like you, then what? Uh... Uh, how have I picked my friends? Well, I've gone through many, drifted through many groups of friends over my three years of high school. It's it typically happens with your class. Uh, what class you're in is typically, but not always, the and the friends you end up with. So, for example, for year seven, I was with the same group of friends for a year, year and a half, and then eventually I got tired because they weren't offering me enough socially wise, especially outside of school. So I had to do something new. So then I reached out to another group of friends who I knew one of them, and. That was all fine. They were offering me more, but then in the end, I decided to move class. And now I'm happy with my group of friends, but as I said to you before, they're not completely or generally think or similarly believe similarly. Yeah. And does, because they don't think the way that you do, does that make you doubt who you are? Or does that reaffirm that you say, you know what, I know who I am, I know what I think, just because they're not like me. It doesn't matter that they're not like me, I still know. It hasn't affected you in any negative way at all? No, not really. Okay, that's good, because it could. Yeah, no, it hasn't. I still know who I am, and it's fine to hang hang out with them and see their views and how they see the world, but uh, no, I still always bring it back to, yeah, I still know what I am, yeah, who I am. What do you want your life to look like? What, What do you want to do after school what you know what what's the rest of your life as far as you can foresee now how do you how do you see that i i see myself as 
living not an average life, living a life outside the ordinary. Some, some a life that some others could only dream of living. And what does, tell me what you mean by that. What does only others could only dream of living? As in like the, the success, the fulfillment, I guess you could say the fame part of it as well. The Why is fame important to you? Because I just don't, I just don't want to be another, what do you call it, pawn in the game, just one in the system that just has a life, yeah, cool, die. A few people remember you, but other than that. But then I could say to you, that sounds a bit arrogant. Why do you want, what's, what is, what is the success part of that? The, the notoriety, the being known bit. Why is that important? Yes, you're not just like everybody else. You've got something. But what is that something going to give you? So people will know who you are. Yeah. That like, let's say if I die or I stop or retire, whatever, people would still live my name or like carry my name on for years and years or decades, generations to come and still remember it. So that's clearly very important. And relive it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else do you want from your life? I want to stay definitely, definitely stay connected with family and the family that I've already got. Why is family important to you? Family is important to me. It's it's not they're not like friends where you can you can really connect with your family that generally always have your back. You can always count on your family, especially for me as well. I believe I can always count on my family to get me through and support me when I need it. What other things do you want from your life? Do you know beyond? I mean, that's you've made some big statements about family, about the fact that you believe you're going to be, you want to be successful, have fame to be above have be you know to really do something incredible in your life that's amazing what else do you want i mean aside from that it's it's hard to foresee that far i've only foreseen um relatively briefly into the future i guess have a like a relationship a stable relationship with a partner um not exactly but what would, sure. okay so what would be important about that relationship then if you want what do you want from that relationship isn't like qualities or like whatever comes up for you. When I ask that question, what comes up? If I say, would you, cause it goes back to the original question of what do you want your life to look like? So if you know who you are and you know what you want, what do you want from, you tell me what you want from career, success, family. What about, yeah. you want to, you want to be with someone? I get that. What do you want that relationship to look like? Do you have any sense of that? Uh, little, uh, the person, what do they do? What do they think? How are they? Someone like-minded like me. Not exactly like successful and all big head, like famous or blah, blah. But like someone who doesn't bring me down and stop me from achieving more and more. And also who I can help and who can help me. So a supportive, yeah, nurturing relationship, relationship where yeah. you help each other to grow. Yeah. So that's a key quality in the person yes. that you would be looking for. Yes. Okay. Because right now I can't say other than obviously my family, my friends, some of, well, most of them don't offer me that. It's very rare that a friend would offer me that quality. That's good. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, Dad. So welcome, Willow. Hi. Tell everybody how old you are. I'm 13. I just turned 13. Today I want to talk to you about a phrase that's come up for me, which is important to me in my life, that we've talked about 
in the past and I'd like you to explain what significance it has for you. So the phrase is know who you are and know what you want. So let's pick the first part, know who you are. What type of person are you and how does that influence choosing friends? I would say I'm an extremely mature person when it comes to emotionally and physically and sort of mentally. My thinking's quite mature for my age. So, and I'm also very, I'm a very loyal person, I would say, and I don't like when people lie to me, so I would go for an honest person because I'd rather someone tell me the truth and I not like it than them lie to my face. I'm very stubborn as well, so if they can actually put up with the fact that I like to argue and I like to make a point because I'm a very opinionated person, then, you know, that's good. But I am, I also am very kind and supportive and I am known for giving advice. So all my friends say, Willow, you're so good at giving advice. Do you sound like you do know who you are? Where did you learn how to know how you uh, you are? Does somebody just know that or...? or... I guess it's kind of like... I guess I've always sort of known a bit on who I am, but it might probably stem back to when I was younger, I was a little different. I like by different, I mean, I had a bit of a personality and I did get judged quite a lot. And I think that kind of made me realize that I am a bit of different and I do like having my own personality. And that kind of stemmed to make me realize who I actually am as a person. So you've worked on yourself to understand who you are then? Yeah. And where have you sought to get the guidance from? To Is it just you inside your, your head? You've talked to, or have you talked well, to anybody else about it? You have helped me <laughs> a lot. But yeah, it is. But how, okay, so how have I helped you then a lot? What have you I done told that's helped me you? Because a lot of the time, I mean, no one likes being judged. Like, I, it didn't bother me so much when I was younger, but as I got older, it did bother me. And give people and a sense of when you say older and younger. What, like when, what when, age I, are we when I say younger, about? I mean like year two, three. That it didn't really like. I was like eight or nine. It didn't really bother me. But as I got sort of like ten, eleven, twelve, it kind of bothered me that people were like constantly judging me. And like these were my close friends. These were people I called my like my best friends, and they is just not. But it's not like they were like typically being rude they just had little little digs and say things which weren't very nice which technically they were judgments on me as a person and you did help me realize that it's not me like I'm not the problem it's them it's their own insecurity so they're making me feel bad to make themselves feel better I also choose my friends by like I said I'm a mature person like physically and mentally so if I were to pick a friend who were because at my age, people, there are some people who are very mature and, you know, we're into like, just for example, talking about like boys, but like in a more mature way, um, talking about like, like the different clothes that I wear because I, for my, like, I, I don't mind wearing like a crop shirt or like short shorts, for example. And a lot of girls my age wouldn't feel comfortable showing that much skin. And so, and like wearing makeup and that type of stuff. Thing. like some girls my age don't want to do that and some girls are kind of half half and then other girls like me really don't care like in my head I think I'm 15 so it's so I would choose friends who are kind of like that 
And if they weren't, that wouldn't really be a big deal. But I don't think I'd be able to be friends with someone who was still mentally 10 or 11. And I also, like I said, I would choose people who are quite honest. And I would choose people who would trust me. Like, for example, like if they had a problem, they would come to me. I like friends who can make me laugh. Like my one, my best friend, she, she makes me laugh, but she says to me, oh, you're really funny. Like she finds me funny. I find her funny. And then I've got this other friend who's just, she's just like one in a kind. Like she's just really like funny, but like the things she said, it's like not what you would normally like think of. So like, yeah, people who are a bit like different and not just like basic average who you find every day. Okay. Is there anything else on friends that you think is relevant in, in who you are that's helped you define who you are that makes decisions about? It has been hard, but I have realised that some friends are toxic and you need to get rid of them no matter how much you think they like you like them. Give me, without mentioning names, obviously, um, give me an example of a situation where that happened. I had a friend in primary school and she was my best friend for a few years and then as I got older I realized because she judged me quite a lot and I didn't really I didn't I ever kind of overlooked that because in my head I'm thinking well she does all these other amazing things and you know like forget the fact so she does you a few times that's fine but then when I was in year six she started it was to the point where she would start her and because I was in this really toxic group of just me and three other people so I would be left out a lot. Like they wouldn't even realize they'd run off with each other, chasing each other's tails. And I would literally be sitting there and they would not even notice. And my, the girl who I said was my best friend, she kind of was the leader or like kind of everyone sort of did and followed as she did and said and all that type of stuff. And yeah, even before that, it was just her judging me quite a bit and like not really accepting me for who I was. It's like, if you, constantly judging me then you shouldn't be hanging out with me because clearly you don't really aren't that fond of me so I still see her now it's just on a very rare occasion because obviously we went to different high schools so I realized she wasn't good like she's only good in little doses so how connected are you to your family how important is your family to you very important so you'd want to be around your family yeah okay I mean what does what does your family give you then what, what, what do you give them? Um, well, specifically, do you think of things? If that... I talk about my brothers, I've got two older brothers. Honestly, I'd be screwed without them because I they literally they've taught me so much about just boys and like what's you know like I don't I don't know how to explain like what's classified as okay like they t taught me a lot about like especially male things for like teenage boys so I can understand what boys like and a lot of the stuff that they like because of them I like it so for example I probably wouldn't like Marvel if it wasn't for them or Harry Potter or you know certain music and I wouldn't know how to play like PlayStation games for example which I do now but yeah and it's just stuff like that like I the boys in my class now, they talk about all this stuff, which I remember my brothers talking about when they were their age. So I can sort of relate and I, I know what they're talking about. And like I said, like I've learned a lot of music and I've learned a lot of stuff, which has helped me socially. Okay. So you feel connected to, to your family then? Yeah. And in terms of my parents, 
they're very good parents. <laughs> like, they're not, like, you know, they just help me and they're just always there for me. And, they and then the, nice fact that, the fact that they're divorced, that has made it's a difference? Better. Like... Hasn't affected you in a way that's... Well, it did when you guys first divorced. Yep. But it's not... But it's not so much of a, like, a big deal now. If anything, it's better because... Obviously, like, it wasn't great when you two were together. And obviously, it's better for you that you guys are divorced now. And it's better for me and the, my brothers because, you know... We're not in like a, that family where it wasn't working out. So in terms of the first part of what we talked about, know who you are. You clearly know who you are. Yeah. And that has helped you make better decisions in your life, would you say? Yeah, I mean, it's not so much now, but I definitely as I get older, I think to make good like life decisions, like where you want to live or let's say you get offered a job and... You don't know whether to take it. To know who you are, I think, is very important because then you know, is this job right for me? Is this place right for me to live based on who you are as a person? Would you say that you would think that you were more advanced in your understanding of who you are compared to your peers? Definitely. And do you think that knowing what you know, it would, it would be beneficial for your friends to be able to know the type of stuff that you know that would help them if they knew who they were. Yeah, I mean, it definitely would because then, I mean, we all be better. But I think I'm the only person I know who's like me because even you said from a young age I was very, like, emotionally mature. Yeah, you are. And I didn't even realise it. You are. I just thought that was normal. Let's move on to the second part, which is know what you want. If you know what you want in your life, then I believe it helps define important decisions. I want to finish school. Preferably, I would go to a... Because I want to be an actress, and that's not like some little kid saying, I want to be an actress. Like, I genuinely like, like think I'm good, and like I want to do something with that. But I actually think I could do a bunch of other stuff. But that's like the thing that I enjoy the most. I Preferably, I want to go to like a performing arts school, but like a good one maybe like in america or england or something like that and then i would obviously you know like be an actress then i would want to meet someone clearly but i would want to be with them a long time before i if i were to get married i don't know where i want to live preferably like if i think about it to have kids scandinavia would probably be the best option because like scandinavia you know like the school system's really good And, like, they're really eco-friendly and all this stuff. But it's really cold over there, which is kind of sad. But, yeah, I would preferably have two kids, a boy and a girl. The boy was older. Why? Because, for me, I don't want my girl to be older. Because, for me, growing up with brothers, it's really helped me. And as many times as I wish I want a sister, I'm glad I've got older brothers. What what, what, What do you want from your life? What's important, do you think? What's important... To have to people, like close friends and family. What part of what do you want in your life do you even think about? The fact that you can think about it now, do you think is important? Because it I starts think... the process. Do you think anyone else, do you talk about any of this, yeah, what do you want with other people? Would... They do talk about what they want. Well, they don't talk about what they want, but I know. Even like my friends told me, like, oh, do you ever just like think about your future? Oh, okay, so thank you. Thank you, Willow. Welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So welcome.
Hello, welcome. Eden, uh, tell everybody how old you are. I am 21 years of age. Give me just a little bit of background. So, like, where do you live? Where are you from? I live currently in Melbourne. I'm from Melbourne, but also from Israel. Bit half-half in my life, I reckon. And I moved back to Australia about six months ago, just before the first lockdown. And how long were you in Israel before that? I was living in Israel for, give or take, about 10 years. So I was there, and then I did my army service, and then I left as soon as I finished in December 2019. So there is a phrase that I use, which I like. The phrase is, know who you are, know what you want. So my question to you is, well, how would you describe yourself? How would I describe myself? I think I'm empathetic. I think I'm sensitive. I think I'm very loud and energetic. I'm, an, I'm a person that's always growing and evolving and learning. But yeah, I think for now, I think that's who I am. And how does that understanding of who you are influence the friends that you've chosen? Good question. How does that influence my friends? I think that a lot of my friends are either just as loud and just as energetic and just as aware of their surroundings as I am and very awake like I am, or they're very quiet and to themselves and I'm the opposite and then together we're kind of brought in the middle and we kind of balance each other out so it's either loud friends energetic friends very opinionated awake people or people that are more quiet down to earth very to themselves but we kind of balance each other out and have you made mistakes with choosing friends where you weren't sure of who you were and therefore you made a mistake and it just didn't work out. I think that that's a really big part of growing up. It's forming friendships that aren't necessarily healthy or good for you, but you learn from them because people is one of the biggest teachers. You are who you surround yourself with. You, you, you're affected by them. You're influenced by them. And growing up, I was with people that weren't either as honest as I would have wanted to be or were a lot more into drugs than I wanted to be or were just not my kind of people. But you learn from that because you become friends with them and you form a friendship with them and then over time you kind of understand this isn't good for me. This I don't like this part of me. I don't like this part of them. I don't like what they bring out on me in me. And then you cut them off and that's part of the growth of constantly evolving in life. And so were the, were the challenges around having to end relationships with people where they had an expectation that you were closer than you actually were? As in they thought we were better friends than yes. we were? I mean, honestly, when I was growing up, I think it was actually not about being closeness, but the being close to them, but maybe I had expectations of them that maybe they couldn't fulfill in a way. I know that I had a few friends that I, looking back expected a lot from them and it was either too much for them to handle and it caused other issues in our friendship and they we ended our relationship or I had to really stop and 
reevaluate what I wanted from this person and if it was realistic and then kind of learn again what my expectations are from that specific person. And what about with your family? So how close are you to your family? And how has that impacted who you are? Are we talking immediate family? Yeah. Any part, well, any, what, what, what comes up for you? Family. When I say to you, your family. Knowing well, who you are in your family, how's that impacted you? The dynamic. Okay, well, I think my family relationships have definitely changed and shifted over the years. I, when I was younger, I would say like 11, 12, 13, 14, maybe 15, 16 as well. I was actually known as the gremlin in my family because I was angry and that was just who, that was my place in the family to be the angry person that was just little and angry. But if you look back on that now, knowing who you are now compared to who you were then, why do you think you were like that? I was angry because I was acting out. <laughs> because I felt unheard and I felt like I wasn't part of the family. Like I wasn't accepted or seen as an equal like my sisters were. I kind of saw it because we were an uneven number in the family that one sister was with one parent, one sister was with the other parent and somehow it was always me that was hanging out, like hanging kind of loose or just walking a little bit behind or not being, or being forgotten. I've, I've a lot of times growing up, I was forgotten in a lot of different ways. Being forgotten to be told something or invited somewhere or taken somewhere, just completely forgotten. And that, excuse my language, that fucks up a kid. That your own family doesn't even see you and that you're completely forgotten as a human being. And so for people listening, what so they understand the dynamic of your family, there's three of you. There's, I have two what's older the age, sisters. What's the age gap between the three of you? So my oldest sister is 27. My middle sister is 24 and I'm 21. Okay. So there's about, th- give or take three years between us all. One of them lives in Israel. One of them lives here in Australia with in a, around the corner from me. So my parents, also important to note, my parents got divorced when I was about 15. It was a pretty loveless marriage. And how did that whole experience then define who you are now? Have you changed massively since you were you're 21? So from going back to that six, 13, 14, 15, 16 to 21, how have you changed? A big part of my growth was forgiving not only my parents and my sisters and whatever circumstances were in life at the time, but also forgiving myself because I was always seen and it was, they were vocal about how I was the gremlin and I was angry and I was the, I was also called the devil child, literally known as the devil child. And I grew up thinking that I was just an angry ball of anger and fire and that I would never change. And I, I, nobody taught me to deal with my anger in healthy ways. Nobody gave me the proper tools. It was just like, okay, she's angry. Let her burn out her anger and then move on. So I think a big part of my growth was forgiving and learning to channel that anger and feeling lesser and, and forgotten in my family into healthy ways to, you know, learn to be okay with it and just 
understand that, you know, be your own person. So it brings on independence. And instead of being angry, you know, I mean, I think that definitely played a part on why I'm very energetic and loud. I think that's my way of saying, this is my presence. I'm here. Don't forget me next time. You know what I mean? But I also think it's because I have a lot to say. I love to talk. (laughs) But yeah, I think I've definitely changed as a person from when I was 15, 16 years old. And what would you say you're interested in? What, what stimulates you? Reading, talking, conversations with people. I love hearing other people's opinions on things. I like to think that I have a very open mind. So any subject, anything, whether it's politics or religion or anything, Even if I don't agree with it, even if I don't understand it, I love to hear what people have to say because we're all just humans filled with thoughts and ideas and opinions and beliefs. So it's nice to hear other people's because it kind of broadens your... your Horizons? Horizons, can you say that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that stimulates me. How How do you choose friends? I kind of have like a subconscious filtering process where when I meet someone new... I'm not into small talk and I'm not into kind of, you know, some people like to be a bit quiet and be a bit, you know, veiled when they first meet someone because they don't want to let them know how crazy they are, how who they are at first, and then they get to know them. But I kind of like to give myself out straight away, be like, this is who I am. This is what you're dealing with. This is who, me. And then the people that either are taken aback by it or threatened by it or just don't like it filters them out that they probably wouldn't like me anyways because I don't believe in wasting time like that. Yeah, sometimes it's disappointing when people misunderstand you or, you know, disagree or judge you so quickly, but it's a lot simpler because, you know, then the people that are like vibing with that energy and that fun and that, you know, forwardness, there's a future there. There's a future for a friendship because that's the kind of person I would want in my life. So going back to the original question, original phrase that I I said to you, know who you are, know what you want. You do know who you are. You're very clearly articulated to me who you are. So that if you, if I was asking you how important you think it was for someone to know who they were because that defines what you do in your life, the decisions that you make, etc., etc., would you agree with that? I definitely agree with it, but I also have a problem with the phrase finding yourself. I've recently, in the past few months, you know, you see it on like, travel blogs and different books and self-help books and all those things where people say, you know, you got to travel to find yourself and meet people to find your, what's the whole idea of finding it? Where, where were you lost? Why, why does finding yourself have to mean that you've been lost? Why, you know, you are, you've, you've got yourself, you're not lost. Maybe you've got to work out a few things about yourself, but finding yourself, I feel like I've got a bit of an issue with that. But yes, I think I would say that I know who I am. Okay. That comes across to me very clearly. So the second part is really important because what do you want in your life? And society, as I talk about, has constructed a way that you are told to do lots of different things. So I'm curious to know, what do you want from your life? What do you want your life to look like? Well, touching on what society, what you said about what society wants and expects, 21 about maybe I would say 85 to 90% of my friends are studying, working in full-time jobs, 
starting to move out of their houses, starting to kind of build careers. That's what people do. In Israel, they finish the army, work for six months, travel for six months to a year, study, get a career, have kids, die. That's basically more or less the life. And in Australia, it's finish high school, do a gap year, and then study, and then have a career, have kids, and then die. More or less with a few things in between. What do I want in life? I feel like considering the current situation with the world, with Corona, that question has been, I don't want to say put on hold, but definitely been thought about in a different way because I feel like I can't really plan too much because we're in unprecedented times. We have I don't I don't know about anyone else, but I have no idea where life is going. So my ideal plan would be, you know, stay in Australia for another few months, work, make good money, and then travel to South America for six months, and then maybe live in Barcelona for a year and teach English. And then from there, hopefully my wanderlust will be fulfilled and I won't want to travel anymore or for a little while and then start studying behavioral science or psychology. But because I can't work and because travel isn't a thing, I kind of don't really have a direction right now. So in the near future, I don't know what I want. In the long run, I don't want to say happy, be happy because it's so cliche. It's so cliche. But I would want to be in a place in my life, no matter who it's with, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, where I'm content with what I am doing with myself and that there's no questioning, am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right place? Just knowing that what I'm doing at that point is exactly what I should be doing at that point in my life. Okay, so what kind of person would you want to be with? Like a partner. Yeah. I would want to be with someone driven and intelligent and someone that also likes to... Is someone open-minded, someone that has their opinions and is has their knowledge but is also very open to hearing other people's opinions and other people's ideas and thoughts and someone that's always open to growing and someone that is okay with change and instability because that's probably a very good you know life is unstable you can't possibly plan what's that quote god uh, man plans and god laughs you can't plan anything so i would want someone that's okay with that and doesn't freak out when something doesn't go their way and then their whole life kind of crumbles (laughs) children where do you stand on that Yes to kids. Why? For now. Could change when I'm older. But for now, I definitely want two kids, only two, and two dogs. I once read a book by Mark Manson called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. And towards the end of the book, he talks about people that have kids and the reasons why. And he actually looked at it from a very pessimistic point of view where... Basically, people have kids to carry on their legacy because most people aren't going to build buildings and put their names on it and aren't going to change the world and aren't going to save everyone. So their only other legacy that they can keep that doesn't cost a lot of money and doesn't need a lot of brains or genius is to have kids to continue on their name and their genes and their, you know, and he said it's a narcissistic point of way of living that you want another, you want a a mini you, which I get it. And it's okay to be narcissistic, not pessimistic, narcissistic. It's important to be aware of that that it is pretty narcissistic to want kids. But I think I would want kids 
because I love kids. I think they're incredible. I think the whole idea of a child and having the ability to literally shape them and shape their world and create and create a better world for the next generation and be a part of that. I think it's beautiful. And kids are awesome. They're hilarious. And obviously <laughs> parenthood is <laughs> very difficult. Kids are awesome. I love kids. I love kids of all ages. I, I see them as equals. I love hanging out with them and talking to them. And I think the notion that kids are, you know, younger and don't know things, I think kids have incredible insights into the world that some adults miss. And the whole, you know, part of the creativity that comes with children. And I'd love to hold on to my creativity like kids do. Their minds work in incredible ways. How important is your, would your, is your career? To be doing something that doesn't feel like work, that I enjoy doing, whatever that is. Owning, not owning. Are we talking... House. House. Not important to me. I mean, I'd love to, but it's not something that I definitely have to have. Stuff. Having stuff, not having stuff. Things. Not having things. Why? Because my mother is a hoarder and my dad is a minimalist. So I'd kind of like to find something in the middle where I treasure the things that I have, but I don't look to have things to fulfill my life. If you, that phrase, know who you are and know what you want, would you say that if you don't know who you are and you don't know what you want, then you're not going to be making the right decisions in your life. And would you say that, if you're unfamiliar with that phrase, that if you're really on top of, or you're very aware of who you are and what you want, that that will better help define having a more fulfilled, meaningful life? No. Because even if you do know who you are and you do know what you want, that could change very easily. And even if you do know who you are and what you want, you shouldn't be locked in on it because life is ever changing and ever evolving and you don't want to be locked on something and not, and be so stubborn as to not to change it and not to want to grow even more. So even though I know who I am now, if I do this podcast in another five, 10 years, my answers could be completely different. I think it's important to know who you are, but it's not essential because that's ever changing. Yeah, and no, I suppose maybe a, I didn't ask it the right way. What I mean is just because what you say now doesn't then have to stay with you for the rest of your life. Absolutely right. I agree with that. Is if you continue to know who you are and what you want in your life, then you are going to be able to make the right decisions. What's the right decision? Whatever they are at the time for you. I don't know, I can't. I'm not saying to you, I suppose what I'm saying to you is, for me, that phrase feels extremely important because most people don't know who they are and they don't know what they want. And I use that for my own experience. I didn't know who I was, I didn't know what I wanted. So I made lots of decisions which weren't the right decisions. That That's would be job, that would be marriage, that would be the person, friends, all of those decisions. I didn't know who I was and I didn't know what I wanted. So I was picking the wrong things. Whereas you do know who you are and you do know what you want, absolutely that changes. And I think that's that's the way it should be. I'm not saying to you make decisions at, at um, 21 and they stay with you for the rest of your life because that wouldn't be true and there are lots of things that are going to come along that you don't foresee that are going to change the way you think. But if you're having a continual understanding of those two things, then you're much better placed 
to be able to make right decisions. I mean, in theory, I know who I am, but then does any of us do it? Do I mean, do we really know who we are? Because my theory of who I am and what I think I am could be completely different to what every other single person in my life sees me as. So in the end, at the end of the day, it's everyone in their own opinion and knowing who they are and who the people around them are. But in answer to your question, I think it's important to know what you want in life because it keeps you driven and it keeps you motivated. I want to just go back to what you said about how being knowing who you are and knowing what you want would help you make the right decisions. Yeah, in right decisions in their life. But then I want to say, I want to comment on what you said about how all those decisions you made, job, marriage, kids, whatever, they were wrong, you know, whatever. You didn't know who you were and that's why you made those decisions. But in the end of the day, you still got to who you are today. So is there such thing as a wrong decision? No, you learn from... There's no wrong decision. Well, that's what you said. No, no, I'm saying that I would have made... I could have made different decisions. Different okay. decisions. I don't think anything's that anyone listening to this. I'm not saying those are wrong decisions because you learn from anything that doesn't go the you way grow. that you think. You That's absolutely right. There's a lesson. Absolutely sure. right. So I completely agree with that. What I'm saying is, had I had a better understanding of who I was and what I wanted, then I would have made, made different, different decisions. decisions, and they may have been the right decisions Beneficial. for me. They would have helped me in whatever ways I can't foresee because I never made those decisions. Mm. If I look back on that and I, I'm very aware of who I am, then I can go, mm, you know what, at that period in my time, in my life, I didn't know those. Yeah. And that, to me, is a lesson that I think, which is why I'm asking you that question, is if I look back and go, God, wow, if I'd been 21 and I knew the things that I know now, who do I am, mm-hmm. what I want, then that would really guide me in my life and help me make the right decisions or whatever those decisions are. That knowing who you are helps guide you for sure. It definitely helps you have a better understanding of situations and, 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 and make proper better decisions based on what you think is right for you. But it's also important to get a bit lost and to fuck up sometimes and not yeah. really have the answer. Yeah, I agree. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to More Real. I truly hope you've enjoyed the experience and that you will continue to be here to explore real life with me. If you have, please tell anyone you know about More Real. If you've enjoyed listening and learned something, then I would be so grateful if you could leave a five-star review, as this will help other people to find this podcast. I'm very grateful, as always, for your support.